This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. time travelers just a heads up before you listen to this episode at some point in hunter's audio you can hear a baby crying this is nothing to be worried about hunter is staying with his sister this week as we recorded my audio also does some strange things throughout but this episode was really fun so we hope you still enjoy it oh hey sorry i didn't see you there this is an audio medium if you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. So, it's funny we're recording this. But we're in the same state this time. But we're not in the same room. <laughs> we're not in the same room. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We can't... It's because where I'm staying is just so far from you. It, yeah. It's really And so far. it just takes a... It would just take a... It's just a journey. We also have um, full disclosure. We, we use USB mics, which works great for recording over Zoom. It works great for, like, our needs. But being in the same room, it's not so hot. So we asked uh, for y'all to pop up with some Apple reviews, and you guys delivered. <laughs> um, and we always say that we will shout you out if you write an Apple review on the podcast. So if you want us to shout you out, go on over to Apple Podcasts and write us a little review. It's a really easy way to help uh, boost the podcast if you love listening or if you follow us on social media or anything. Um, so this review is from Alina. <laughs> It's a bunch of A's <laughs> spelled out. Um, Five-star review titled Favorite Podcast. They say, found you guys on TikTok and have been binging every episode since. Y'all's banter is hilarious and listeners just feel like they're hanging out with friends, giggling about obscure Disney memories like Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. Please never stop podcasting and healing my inner Disney Channel Lucas Grabio loving child. A grababy in the house. <laughs> Shout out to... Um... Brandy Mr. Whisker. Right. That's a niche one. That's how you know they listen. Um, did you watch the Super Bowl? Come here, boy, 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 boy. <laughs> I'm assuming yes. I did. Yeah, we did. What did you think of Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show? I I liked it. I mean, looking back on it, knowing that she's pregnante again. It uh, First of all, I cannot imagine giving birth in May 2022 and being pregnant again less than a year later. Wait, that sounds like she hell. gave birth in May? Yeah. When's her, her when's second her, kid? And yeah, I know that. But when's her baby's birthday? I don't know. I just mm. know that it was sometime in May that she had the kid. Um, yeah. It's... Like, she must really want a big family. <laughs> because I, uh-uh. That's how me and my, that's how my mom and my uncle are. They're like, like 14 months apart or something. Hard pass. Yeah. Um, but so it makes more sense that there wasn't like more movement or like more crazy yeah, but, visuals. But I mean, 
the, when the, you think what of, carried it was, I think, just like her voice. I mean, she sounded incredible. And the hits. I and mean, the hits, of course. No skips. No skips. No skips. What None. was something that you were surprised she sang, but you were like a happy surprise? Um, I mean, Bitch Better Have My Money, I guess was. Yeah. Um, I love that song. I also was uh, supl- uh, surprised, not pleasantly, that we heard the. Nah, 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 come on. And she did not do S&M. You love S&M? I do really like that song. I was pleasantly surprised that she sang Wild Thoughts. <laughs> wow. Love, love that yeah. song. I used to, whenever it would go on the radio, I would turn it up and I would, I would, the best part is, I know you want to see me naked, naked, naked. So I, I was like, because ah, I was like, she's. I wanted her to sing Wild Thoughts. I didn't think she would, and she did. Did you um? Did you see the Tubi ad? Yes, we we thought our someone took the remote. Uh, the remote was in like the middle of the table, and neither one of us was touching it. So we were like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> they got us. Um, who do you think is going to be the Super Bowl halftime show performer next year? Everybody's saying Taylor Swift now. They are who. Who's saying, who's saying that? I've seen. I don't know. Miley. Get, Miley. Well, we can't she even get to Miley go. to go on tour. Right. Miley, <laughs> the most baffling thing, you sent me a TikTok about how the most baffling thing about this rollout so far is how all of Miley's like Instagram posts have been very like ad, the hashtag sponsored, like very much kind of corporate record label posting and she's been like vanished there's been no additional promo nothing since flowers yeah. came out which is very surprising for a celebrity that has as big and a, a, as recognizable a personality as miley yeah. so i'm hoping that they're just holding back on us to build the anticipation and they're not yeah. just trying to give us nothing uh, well i mean you just kind of think of this this time last album she was doing yeah and it was the the height of COVID. she was doing um performances videos all the things exactly for, so you better be brewing up you better be in hiding because you're rehearsing for tour and <laughs> um you don't want to get sick um so i'm gonna say pink for super bowl halftime show that would be really fun because you know like, she'd be she'd be flipping <laughs> She'd be, like, shot out of a cannon. <laughs> Rihanna's already in the sky. Like, what is she going to do? Oh, my gosh. You would be great if, like, Pink is, like, in the locker room and starts, so what? And she's, like, in the football team. Or she's, like, in the stands. Or she's she in the locker in the room and she just goes up to a football player and, like, looks in his eyes and starts singing perfect. <laughs> oh. Like, Pink. Pink made an NFL player cry. She's tough but sweet. Um, speaking of tough but sweet, it's it's really sweet to get into these Disney four on one, and that segue was pretty tough. So let's get into it. Disney four on one. Oh, and getting some stories was hard to come by. Yeah, this but week. At the final hour, we we got some, so we're we're a okay, we're a okay. Um, I guess our first first story should just be our kind of breakdown of the first two episodes of the new podcast wizards of waverly pod um yeah. we won't we won't report it uh we won't do like a recap 
every week because who knows if we will still listen. But if, of course, if there's newsworthy things that come out of the pod, which I think they will be, um, we'll report it here just in case you uh, don't listen there or you can't want to hear what we think. So, initial thoughts over Wizards Waverly Pod. Not enough rewatch, too much David DeLuise burping directly into my ear. And David DeLuise revealing his secrets. <laughs> right. About his David DeLuise had my jaw dropping when he was just randomly like said my ex-wife is a bad person he yeah. justified it he justified his statements but because they because they were talking about the second episode where it was about um they could um reverse time but only for 30 seconds yeah um and he and they were like well if you could reverse time for 30 seconds what would you do and he was like not marry my first wife <laughs> which i think is the mother of his kids yeah that's what he said um, so I wonder what they think about It was that. cute how they said that the spell McGreary Timery was named after a writer on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's um, gonna, we also it's found that, I, mean, I think we had may have said this before, this may be information that some people know, but that the original pilot of Wizards of Waverly Place was called The Amazing O'Malley's. And it was about like a magic shop and it didn't have David DeLuise or Jake T. Austin in it. And then yeah. there was also Jennifer Stone was talking about a pilot that she did before Wizards that was called Bus Life with yeah, her and Vanessa Hudgens and Moises Arias just about people that were like on a bus. And Disney was like, uh, no, that sounds horrible. Right. A horrible show. That sounds like as the bell rings. So it the episodes are about like 40 minutes and a lot of it is more like personal chit chat. And then the, like. they actually talk about the episode for like five minutes, which I mean, I don't mind. Like I'm still getting interesting nuggets out of it. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Um, and I really like to listen to podcasts while I work. So I think I will yeah. continue to. Well, I think. The... Where was Ms. Gomez? You said she was going to be on episode one. I didn't say that. I said she's going to be on one. And I think they posted that she's going to be on the next one. Hmm. Um, so she will be back in action. Um, and. I'll be tuning and I'm sure articles will come out of that and we will report that there here for next week. So keep your eyes and ears most importantly peeled for our podcast called Wizard Waverly Podcast Reaction. <laughs> it's very meta. A podcast about reacting to podcasts. <laughs> the pod pod. <laughs> okay, enough. I'm just trying to make you laugh over here. Okay. Next story, we have a little music news from Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato took to Twitter this morning to tease her latest single, Still Alive, for the Scream 6 soundtrack ahead of its theatrical release on March 10th, 2023. The uh, Demi tweeted a phone number and a link that led fans to a brief teaser complete with a ghost face intro and audio clip of Still Alive. Um, it comes out... Um, uh, when does it come out? Does it come out March 10th? It comes out before that, but um, leading up to the film. She also posted on her Instagram one of those posters that they've been doing for Scream 6 where they're all like holding a knife, but it's Demi. <laughs> Put Demi <laughs> in the movie right now. <laughs> it, lo- it doesn't look like she's in the movie, which is scary. It does. It's hilarious. Um, I'm very glad that Demi confirmed this today because it wasn't an official 411 story. Um, she had hinted at it. I think a, like a pop crave or some account like that had posted that there was a rumor that Demi was going to have a song in Scream yes. 6. And she replied with the like sigh eye emoji. So, Okay, it comes out March 3rd, the song. Okay. 
So, I have we had a single for a scream movie before that I don't know that's your that is your um Well I was barely in the womb when the Well first one came I, out. I guess like so is really a know. song known for like I made this song for Scream 2 or Scream 3 See I don't I don't think so Which This is pretty Honestly and this is nothing against Demi but that gives me a little a little fear about how Scream 6 is going to turn out if they're doing, like, a pop-fronted single promotion for it. Well, you, well, you know, Demi's not pop anymore. Demi's to, rock. Still. She's totally... Vivid. I'm already nervous. I famously did not like Scream 5. It is my least favorite of the Scream films. Yes, but Scream 6, Hayden Panettiere... See, the Disney butt, Channel Universe. Will be in the seat. They have my money, regardless yeah. of how the film turns out. The Disney Channel Universe. Once you think it's done, it keeps going. Demi Lovato's song is going to be featured in a Hate of to Your movie. And Jenna Ortega. And Jenna Ortega. Like, come on. There's a reason we do this podcast, and that's the reason <laughs> to make everyone known about this. Yeah. Um. All right. So our next story is kind of a twofer. Um, so, Austin Butler and Selena Gomez were featured in, like, they do the annual Vanity Fair um, photo shoot with basically, like, all the hottest stars of the year. Um, and Austin Butler and Selena Gomez were featured. And they asked Austin Butler about growing up. And he, growing up in the spotlight um, and starring on Nickelodeon Disney shows. And he said that Selena Gomez and him actually were um texting back and forth during the filming of elvis and he says yes when i was filming elvis selena found this um photograph of the two of us when i did a guest starring role on wizards of waverly place and she sends it to me just going wow remember this it feels like another life when you're a child actor you see so many people come in from texas or something and at a certain point they may quit or go back we're just so fortunate to have careers in this industry for this amount of time that's so funny that he said we were texting and she sent him a photo yeah. Like, so it's like, how much did the conversation go, and what photo do you think was right. sent? It was, was probably it just like the... maybe like a behind the scenes photo or like a screen grab that she saw scrolling on. Well, she doesn't scroll allegedly. Right, her, so her where, how scrolls. did this picture get brought up? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I it feels like one of those conversations where you send like a memory to someone that you haven't talked to in a while, and they kind of react with the like. Oh, ha ha, in like a way that acknowledges what you said, but firmly ends the conversation there. Right. It Feels definitely like came it up on her, uh, <laughs> on her Facebook memories that day. Um, and good for Austin. Good for Austin. I don't like the um, <laughs> rewriting of history that everyone is saying Austin Butler was a Disney Channel star. I don't Ooh. like this. I don't like this um, revisionist history. I mean, I guess he is. If I'm counting Caden Pantier as one, he was in a decom. Yeah. He was in, if he's in a decom, you're automatically is in that category. He's one of those that gives you pause when you're out. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you pause. He gives you pause. I love that. <laughs> All right. Our final story is from the same Vanity Fair photo shoot, but this time it's all about uh, Selena Gomez. Uh, Selena Gomez told Vanity Fair as part of its 2023 Hollywood issue that she no longer feels haunted by her Disney Channel past. She goes to say, I definitely feel free of it, um, but sometimes I get triggered. 
It's not that I'm ashamed of my past. It's just that I've worked so hard to find my own way. I don't want to be who I was. I want to be who I am. When asked if there were times in her child acting career where she was prevented from speaking her mind, Gomez answered, Of course, I wasn't a wild child by any means, but I was on Disney, so I had to make sure not to say, What the hell? in front of anyone. It's stuff that I was also putting on myself to be the best role model I could be. Now I think being the best role model is being honest, even with the ugly and complicated parts of yourself. So, what the hell, Disney? It's so funny that she was like, that was her big fear. What? Saying what the hell. Like all the adults in the film industry on that set weren't like, fuck, my coffee burned. (laughs) I mean, you never know. I feel like, I don't know, would somebody throw like a gaffer off the set if they said shit under their, under their breath? Like if like Jason Dolly said something like that? No, like if like a crew member on like... Crew members are, crew yeah, but they're they're fifty year old crew members. This is Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez can't say anything profanity wise. Well, I'm glad she doesn't feel. um, I'm glad her sleep paralysis demon isn't the Disney Channel ears anymore. Yeah, (laughs) I guess. Like, I wonder how she's triggered by like what triggers the Disney. I mean, who knows? Like, who knows what happened? back in those days yeah or maybe it's just like a situation that she's in where she like feels like she's having to suppress herself and gets deja vu um but that's the final story of uh today's disney 401 segment um and i'm sticking to those stories all right well speaking of what the hell um (laughs) today (laughs) we're covering um, this is my first time seeing this thing, but I remember seeing it promoted, and I never watched it. Um, but if you watched it, y'all better rise up. Uh, we are talking about Studio DC Almost Live. Yes. Um, so this was like a special with the Muppets. Why do you laugh when you say the Muppets? Just because it sounds... The Muppets are artists! It, ne- it sounds bananas that this happened. Um, so it was, there were, it, this is one of two specials. The first one aired on August 3rd, uh, 2008. That can't be right. 2008? It had to be 2007. Maybe, you know what? I think they filmed it and they just kept it in, in the, in the heater because those people do not look like what they look like in 2008. Uh-uh. Anyway. But, but, yep, the first episode. The first aired on August 3rd, 2008. And the second one, which we're not talking about, um, aired uh, in October. There's, okay, yeah. There's already a, a, a glitch in the Matrix because why did Disney <laughs> hold off on this from like 2000? Right. This, is, this was like filmed 2006. Yeah, this is very clearly like young Miley, young Dylan and Cole, fresh off of yep. High School Musical, Ashley Tisdale, because they're obviously like they're making a lot of jokes about High School Musical and not High School Musical 2 or 3. Yeah. And, like, th- there's so no weird. Camp Rock references. Why would they references. do that? Yeah, that's... Maybe to air them both at the same time. But, anyway. Um, so, the Muppets are... I guess the whole point of Studio DC Almost Live is the Muppets are on the Disney Channel lot and they're just doing a variety show with yeah. the Disney Channel stars. <laughs> And the Disney Channel stars include 
Dylan Nicole Sprouse, Brenda Song, Ashley Tisdale, Miley Cyrus, Phil Lewis, the Jonas Brothers, and uh, Billy Ray. I have a very um, pressing question. Okay. Why is Kim Rhodes the only full-time Sweet Life cast member <gasps> that is not here? Kim, because she knew. She's like, she, she has a vendetta against the Muppets. <laughs> she has a vendetta against the Muppets. <laughs> She's like, is this Fraggle Rock or the Muppet Show? She's like, Fraggle. um, listen, I dated Fozzie Bear in college <laughs> and it did not go well. Um, I, I don't even either. think, Fo- I don't even think Fozzie Bear was in this show. He was not. <gasps> Kim um, and notable Bo- Muppets Kim that did not. Kim- I think Fozzie is the most notable Muppet that didn't make an appearance because you have Kermit, Miss Piggy, Gonzo. You have the whole electric, um, teeth, Dr. Teeth and the electric mayhem. <laughs> electric mm-hmm. teeth. <laughs> you have the whole electric teeth there. Um, you don't have Beaker and Honeydew, which made me sad because I love Who them. is a, what is a Honeydew? The bald green guy that's always with Beaker. Oh. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. <laughs> I, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're as big of a Muppets fan as me. I am not. I, I am love not. the Muppets. <laughs> oh, okay. This is I great. So what did, so what did, what was your initial, before we like get really into, first, before we get into it, we need to ask the question, how is promoted on the channel? with a segment we like to call Promo Powwow. So, Beck and I are going to watch uh, the exact commercial that they promoted to the channel, and we'll see if this is a good way to get the audience excited and if this was, like, an actual good promotion to let us know what was going on. Okay, well, I don't think they filmed it in 2006 because they do make a joke reference to Ready, Set, Don't Go by Billy Ray. They definitely filmed it. in 2007. They definitely filmed it in 2007. Yeah, they definitely did. Somewhere in Hollywood, on a secret back lot, where Disney Channel shows are created, some fuzzy guests are crashing the gates. Well, thanks for breaking my fall. The Muppets are going behind the scenes. Oh, sweet niblets. You're the band? Don't worry, we won't bite. To mix things up. Ready? Miss I am John S. Jonas, your long-lost sister. With some of your favorite Disney Channel stars. Hello, Kermit. Gusto. This is no ordinary show. Looks like things are going pretty much as expected. This place is going crazy. It's Studio DC almost live. Like your bling. Bling bling. <laughs> Premiere Sunday, August 3rd at 8, 7 central. On Disney Channel. Not the prawn saying on Disney Channel. <laughs> One thing that has always baffled me about the Muppets is how much they push Pepe the King Prawn to the forefront because I have never liked him. Oh, I loved him. I know you've seen Muppets Wizard of Oz and he's Toto yeah. and he's like yeah. predominantly featured. Yeah. And I always, I never could, I just don't, I don't hate him. Right. He's like, not the Ralph, original. He's not an original. Ralph like why, why was, why was Pepe the Prawn there right. and not Fozzie the Bear? Ralph the Make Dog you... is one of my favorite Muppets, and he never gets featured in anything, so... He played... Because he's too busy on the piano. He, he rocks the keys. He's talented. <laughs> um, I think this is the ad that I definitely remember. I love how they set it up, and it's, like, kind of boom and, like, epic, and it's, like, something's happening, and it's all footage of people looking around. Yeah, like, it's a horror movie, and then it's just right? the Muppets. Well... So, yeah, we all know, like, the, I mean, I don't know if everyone knows, but the history of Disney bought the rights to the Muppets, and then Mm -hmm. they tried to um, incorporate them into the Disney synergy as much as they could, and I think this is the perfect time to do it for the Disney Channel. Um, It's basically a promotion for Disney. I don't even know what it it wasn't. It feels very like they were trying to go for, um, like, an older Muppet show vibe. 
Yeah, but there weren't any skits. It was just music. There was one skit. um, And it was, but everything else was like music promotion. Yeah. Especially for Mr. Billy. Mr. Billy Ray. But this did make me wish that there was a modern day Muppet show, like how it used to be so that Miley Cyrus could have done an episode because she would have crushed. Oh, yeah. She would have um, So, basically, the show opens with Dylan and Cole Sprouse. See, this is what I hate. I love watching Disney Channel stuff when the stars are themselves, like the Disney Channel games. But this one is their, their being their scripted selves. Like, you have yeah. Miley Cyrus saying sweet nibblets. Right. That's not who Miley Cyrus is. <laughs> um... <laughs> I loved how um, we're, we watched this on um, YouTube. It's also on oh, Daily yeah. Motion. This is definitely lost media. So if you're trying to well, find it's not it, lost media if somebody has but it's not, uploaded. But it's somewhere. not on. Yeah, but it's not on Disney Plus. It's lost Disney like Plus. They they won't uh, open the door for this one. But you can watch it on YouTube in three parts or on Daily Motion in two. Um, but on the video I was watching, it's had the scrolling thing pop up that was like, "Now Studio DC Live yeah. next Hannah Montana." Oh, Later. see the one I. Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement. Oh, see, mine said next Phineas and Ferb. <gasps> Maybe yours was a different airing than mine was. Rerun, rerun. <laughs> uh, so, like, the show, um, basically everything, it's like the Muppet Show, everything, like, happens backstage, and so it's yeah. just chaos. And I guess what the almost live part is, is that it's supposed to be, like, a rehearsal before the show actually happens, because this yeah. whole, the whole time, and by the whole time, I mean once at the beginning and once at the end, there is a off-screen voiceover director who's like panicked that he's gonna lose his job because the show is bad and at first i thought it was scooter and he was like cut off screen and i just couldn't see him it's actually a celebrity who voices it's um um, jeffrey ross jeffrey ross (laughs) i had had that pulled up already i was which is okay interesting but yeah it don't call the host and the muppets are just um, causing chaos amongst the Disney Channel lot. And then at that point, we just kind of get vignettes of rehearsals for skits and rehearsals yeah. for... The um, set of the actual stage is so funny because it's just like a bear, almost like a so random sunny with a chance, like a bear Disney Channel stage. Yeah. But when Dylan and Cole walk out, behind them, you can see framed photos of Ashley Tisdale and Phil Lewis on the wall. <laughs> And only when Dylan or Cole, I don't know which one, turns like to the side, can you see a frame photo of Dylan and Cole. And then at a different point in the Jonas Brothers sketch, you see a frame photo of Jason Dolly. Yeah, there's like different like <laughs> Hall of Fame, like there's different Do they just have these? Did Disney just have these made already? And they were like, slap them on the walls quick. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're just like promotional pictures. They're just like, we got to make it look like a set um, within a set, like a studio, so they say. Um, so... It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. It wasn't good. I don't know what I was saying. I guess the photos are good. Um, but yeah, then we kind of just get the setup of things are going crazy because the Muppets are here. Yeah. And um, my favorite thing about the Muppets, and I think I may have said this on the show, I know I've said it to you before, is the thing that makes me laugh about the Muppets is the the lore of the Muppets is they can be, they belong in our world. Yeah. And so, and no one is the wiser. So I could be um, at McDonald's and being served by a little rat. And I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, But then if I see like a rat in the garbage, I'm like, there's a rat in the garbage. Um, Like, Miss, I could like run into Miss Piggy on the street. Yeah. That's what makes it so funny. 
Um, One of my favorite examples is from the 2011 Muppets movie when Animal is in an anger management course that is taught by Jack Black. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like all these humans and Animal. Yeah, it's like the Muppets live am- walks among us. <laughs> um, but so we get now we get like little vignettes of some music rehearsals and the first one is just a promotion for i'm assuming what billy ray cyrus was yeah it's um, just billy ray and we find out later that billy ray is not the one performing miley is performing on the show so i guess (laughs) billy ray is just sitting back there you know billy ray was like oh i'll do these things with these puppets but can i promote my latest album yeah he's like if kermit walked by maybe he'll sign me (laughs) And Billy Ray is in a hat that's like, it's the color of a cowboy hat, but it's shaped like a hat yeah. you would wear to Easter Sunday. Like, it's yeah. soft, and it has a ribbon on it. It's weird. Right, it's, it's cowboy light. And then Miley comes on, and she's dressed like a Lisa Frank notebook threw up. Yeah, that was a weird... <laughs> Miley is in a weird outfit. Yeah. Um, and then they have a new band, because the band is gone. Yeah, um, the band that's supposed to play for Miley is gone, and... Uh, Pepe and Rizzo the Rat enter at first and they're like, no, this band is great. Like, we got you. And Miley the whole time is doing her like, <laughs> face. Like, and she is acting with I know, I know this teeth. is, I know this is audio, but if you hear, you know like, exactly you what know. Miley face. She's um, acting but, with her, with teeth one and teeth two. Yeah. Like, I do have to say, it was a funny reference to the actual Muppet show because they said, oh, this band played for played with Garth Brooks and Elton John. And yeah. because that's obviously a reference to the Muppet show. And then <laughs> and then Miley's like, Really? Alright, let's give it a try. And she walks in and it's um, Did you catch that um when Billy Ray was introducing them, he said Peppy? Peppy. <laughs> you he know was the like, Dis- this is Rizzo and Peppy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Disney's exes are like, damn it. Damn it, Billy. Jim Henson is rolling in his grave right now. <laughs> um, but then Miley walks out and meets the band. And of course, it's Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. And she's like, like, what are you? And the animal is behind her screaming, just Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Wait, who is the girl with the, with the, um, with the yellow hair? Janice? <laughs> what did she say? We're the she's band. Like, she's like, don't worry, we won't bite. <laughs> yeah. I love Janice. Not, I could fix not, her. You, you were just so insulted that I didn't know Janice's name. The only one I don't know is the blue guy. Oh, fake. <laughs> the main fake. one is obviously Dr. Teeth, and then, of course, Animal and Janice, but I don't right. remember the blue guy's name. Um, and then we get a performance of... I, well, before they get into the, which is funny because it's an all male band except for Janice, Jeez. and they're doing GNO. I also loved how they just used the studio audio and didn't try to alter it in any way. Oh yeah, it's really like they put Miley's album on and just said, "Play, go ahead." Uh, but before they start playing the song, Miley's just like, "Well, sure, I'll try anything once." Yeah, I'm like, that's so. Miley we know Miley. We, we know. know. Miley. <laughs> So uh, I mean, the Phenomena girls join her. The, 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 <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I, that, that was, was funny. funny. I liked that a lot. To use them for that. Um, they, but every then, time yeah. I hear that song now, I'm going to think of them. 
So that was so Gino. So Miley gets a great promotion for her album. Yeah, Billy Ray um, is dancing in the wings, which yes. had me laughing. Stage dad. I mean, then it was a hit, and we find out that Animal and Miley are going on a date. Right? When did they set that up? Gross. Because apparently they just walked on and they met. Um, and and they how old off. is Animal? And also, Animal is an animal. Oh, right. no, he was a puppet, which is even worse. Well, presumably, Animal is an adult, so let's, let's get a check on that. <laughs> right. There's a lot of layers to this. Um, I think the thing on the promo where she said, I like your bling, and Animal goes bling bling, was cut, because I don't remember seeing that. in. The... Still, I had Billy's reaction. Well, he was like, wait, Molly! And then, like, Pepe and Rizzo set up the joke of, like, Get ready, get set, and then Billy Ray's like, "Don't go." <laughs> like, I wonder as a kid when I watched this, I was like, "Got him." <laughs> I would have been like, I would, I probably would not have been like, "That's a reference to Billy Ray's single." I'm surprised there was no achy breaky heart reference. Right, I'm really surprised they didn't like pan into him playing achy breaky heart instead of whatever he was. Right, because if I'm familiar with Hannah Montana, they love to bring up achy breaky heart whenever they could. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. playing "I Want My Mullet Back" at first, but yeah, I did too. And I said, that. I don't know this song. This is not a Billy Ray Cyrus hit, I know. So our next scene, I hope Miley and Animal's date goes well. Goes well, I guess. Um, our next scene is a table read. With Brenda Song, Phil Lewis, Dylan and Cole enter. Gonzo is already there for some reason. Um, and they're trying to figure out what's going on with this episode of The Sweet Life because everything is different. It was, it yeah. was this, it's a Swede life. And then we get and the, the setup for, of course, the Swedish chef comes in. I did laugh, but the more that this went on, I was like, y'all really could have figured out a better way to use the Swedish chef than this. <laughs> Yeah. Like, just have him be craft services or something. Like, somebody goes to get food from him. Like, yeah. don't have him. The, the Muppet who notoriously can't speak in anything that's not boardy doorty door write an entire episode of The Sweet Life? Huh? Yeah. I will say, there was some... It was nice to finally get a good Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah. Miss, see, but it's like, it's... This is the thing about the Muppets. It's like, are they playing themselves? Or, I feel like I'm thinking too much about the Muppets, the Muppet canon. Because now they're doing a skit where the Muppets are in the Sweet Life Zack and Cody, but Miss Piggy is playing herself as Miss Piggy. Right. And also, they're not even using the Sweet Life set. <laughs> they're not. They said it, so it, it ends up like this, they're reading through the Sweet Life and everybody hates it. And Phil Lewis is like, hey, Swedish chef, let me tell you how an episode of the show with the Muppets should actually go. And it fades in, which why didn't they just do this in the first place? I'm begging them to find a better way to use a Swedish chef than this. He's one of my favorite Muppets. And they made him seem like a bratty diva. <laughs> but, um, so it fades into this moment where Mr. Mosby and Kermit are dressed alike and he's setting up Kermit to take over the Tipton while he goes on vacation. And then we find out that Gonzo is also taking over for Arwen while Arwen is on vacation. Like, is there not another maintenance man? No, it's only it's only. I feel Arwen. like that's a liability if your only maintenance man goes on vacation and you have to hire a puppet 
to replace. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a step up, but... But this had me begging for, like, a regular, a Kermit Mosby sketch outside of this. Oh, yeah. Because then, of course, it's, like, kind of sweet life shenanigans, but scaled back because they can only film from the waist up for obvious reasons. Right. <laughs> With the puppies. Uh, um, and then we get London... Uh, talking to Miss Piggy. Piggy. Which, of course, was bound to happen. That was good. Of course, they're besties. I, Miss... <laughs> and, then, and then London says something stupid, and Miss Piggy just goes, it's a good thing you're rich. Stinky brutes. She's like, filthy rich. Yeah. Um, and then there's a reference to it's not that easy being green when Kermit was like, Mr. Mosby, how do you deal with all this? And Mr. Mosby goes something like, well, it's not that easy being me. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's also, there's a moment where, like, the, the, Dylan and Cole get introduced to Gonzo, and they go with him to fix the vents. Yeah. Um, and while that's happening, Kermit walks over to London and Piggy, having treats in the lobby, and London's (laughs) like, Mosby, you look different, what's different about you? Did you get a haircut? I'm like, y'all were just introduced. Yeah. This is well, one of those, like, clear. London uh, And I, lo- I will say, it's so fun. It makes me laugh every time you see the Muppets feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, you see Miss Piggy's, like, legs crossed, and I'm like... <laughs> Miss Piggy's don't make me laugh as much as Kermit's, because his legs are so skinny. <laughs> oh, yeah. How does, how does Kermit walk? He, I don't know. I just Miss Piggy and her, like, a, Miss Piggy and her little pig high heels. I was just dying over, like, London literally being introduced to Kermit moments before, <laughs> and then he walks over, and she's like... Like this is this is. Do you think this is actually a good question? I should look up. Do you think like regular Disney Channel writers wrote this, or Muppet writers wrote it? I don't know if there's a way. Maybe I can find out by the end of this episode. But is it? It'll not be like interesting to s- on the Wikipedia for it. It is, but I have to. I have to look up their resume. Oh, I got so, you. So we'll keep you updated. Okay, I have some I have some updated stuff. <laughs> okay. So he the one of the writers produced uh a Muppets TV show. Um and wrote Studio DC Almost Live. So we know one of the writers um was a Muppet writer. So I'm wondering if they're just kind of like I don't know the Disney Channel stuff, so I'm going to do all the generic things like London Stupid and yada yada. I mean, of course, it's mainly the Muppets, but um, so that was the Sweet Life skit. Lame. Yeah, it ends with Gonzo, like, tumbling out of the vents and landing on Mr. Mosby, which somehow brings Mosby to the ground. Yeah. Like, Gonzo weighs, like, five pounds. That would have been like, a, ooh, what just hit me? Yeah, but maybe, like, the nose is, like, the extra, like, 150. <laughs> Ain't no way Gonzo weighs 150 pounds. I used to um, like Gonzo as a kid, and then the older I got, the more I liked Fozzie Bear. Uh, well, Gonzo's for the gays, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when they fade back out, and Mr. Mosby's like, see, that's how it should have gone, Swedish Chef just, like, throws a hissy fit, and they all have to run out of the room. <laughs> Swedish, maybe Swedish Fish is a diva. Swedish Fish? The Swedish, Swedish chef. chef. You just called him Swedish Fish. I heard yes, you. Yes, <laughs> and, and I wanted to just bypass that. Um, okay. Next we have Ashley Tisdale giving Kermit a tour of the studio. 
in what I could describe as her best middle school fit. <laughs> what is she wearing? That is not what a, a young adult wears. <laughs> yeah, but she's playing. She's supposed to be Ashley Tisdale. I know, but she's like in a barrette and like uh, like one of those like this baggy like kind of I don't know yeah. her cringy face all through this too. Here. Yeah, and yeah, she's showing. So this is all about Ashley's show because we're s- still supposed to be on the Disney Channel lot. Yeah. Um, and apparently this is where they shot Bob to the top. But again, every fan knows Bob to the top was filmed in an actual high school. I love. Um, yeah, I thought it was so, so funny how <laughs> she was like, "Didn't you love?" Um, or Kermit said something about watching High School Musical. Or yeah. him and Miss Piggy watching High School Musical. And I laughed because I was like, the thought of Kermit and Miss Piggy <laughs> sitting down at home <laughs> to watch High School Musical. Turning on the turning on the best decom of all time. So funny. But Ashley's like, oh, remember Bob to the Top? Well, this is the set where we shot it. And Kermit's like, really? Like, it, the set was more than a ladder and a curtain and a disco Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's all it is. And it's like, whoa, which I get, Kermit. I also, um, when they're walking and talking, Ashley is talking about how she had a crush on Fozzie Bear as a kid. And then she does a cringe and she's like, Ooh, don't tell him I said that. <laughs> but then at the end, she like has the hots for Kermit. So yeah, when so all of a sudden, um, Kermit is like, Oh, let's perform Bob to the top. And he's like ready to go. <laughs> and he's in the outfit. And Ashley Tisdale goes, hello, Kermit. So why like, are all the Disney Channel girlies wanting to have a little time with the Muppets? That's like, yeah. Miley's paired off with Animal. Ashley Tisdale is having the hots for Kermit. <laughs> um, and, then, and then it's assumed that Miss Piggy later on wants to be with the Jones brothers. Well, she wants to be their um, sister. <laughs> right? But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what did you think about kermit taking over lucas's part so when i watched this i (laughs) clicked on a youtube video that was like just this part and one of the comments one of the only comments said kermit sings way better than lucas (gasps) grobiel first of all show yourself because I have a bone to pick with you, whoever you are. But <laughs> this performance is so bizarre. Um, when they said shake some booty and Ashley Tisdale kind of turns around, Kermit's jaw drops. He is watching that booty shake. He said, rip it, rip it. <laughs> Why? Um, but if- the horny undertones are becoming overtones slowly but surely. But of course, it's obviously copy paste from the high musical soundtrack they just oh yeah cut out they lucas just they just cut kermit. out lucas's part Mojo. like kermit sounds so weird doing this i'm so sorry um, and then but during course, the middle miss piggy miss piggy sees and she has the blue dress just ready to go i guess and mm-hmm. runs in and knocks ashley tisdale out of the way um yep. miss piggy instead of tiara in the third movie I know. A concept. It's like, do you think this? Do you think this is where they got the idea? Let's dance. <laughs> Miss Piggy says it instead. Let's dance. <laughs> Does the her, her okay comment? There's. 
I don't think comedy was invented the minute Miss Piggy started doing karate. Nothing is funnier than her going, hi! I know. Where's her Mark Twain prize of comedy? Um, so but funny. It just kind of ends with like them shoving each other, trying to finish the song. Um, Ashley's solo line sounds weird without Lucas's harmony over it. Yeah. yeah. And they're just like bickering. And then Kermit decides to try and end the fight by listing the tracks from High School Musical. Yeah, but like saying like, come on, God, because Piggy um, and Ashley Tisda are fighting. And Kermit's like, come on, guys, we're all in this together. Let's just get our heads in the game and finish the song. And Ashley Tisda's like, what are you talking about? Like, you didn't just freaking perform a song <laughs> from High School Musical. And Miss Piggy's like, I don't know. And Kermit keeps going, and he's like, we don't want to stick to the status quo. Come on, guys. This could be the start of something new. We could be breaking free. I was, like, about to ram my head into the wall. (laughs) Why didn't he run after Piggy and be like, Miss Piggy, remember when there was me and you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then Ashley Tisdall and Miss Piggy just are like, you want to go to lunch? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's have have lunch with Brenda Song and Miss Piggy. It should also be noted that there's a laugh track throughout this entire thing. There is. So. That tells you something. Sigh. Um, so then we, our final segment before we close it out, before Dylan and Cole come back, is probably the most memorable thing in my head about this thing. It's very interesting. So we get the Jonas Brothers. Joe is in his neon yellow highlighter pants classic jonas brothers look of course ironed out hair it's great and they're rehearsing and then of course miss piggy comes in dressed as a jonas well she comes in first as like herself and then says something about how they need um oh yeah they need like a a they need a female female vocalist in their band and they should have a sister, and Nick's like, you need to talk to our parents about that. <laughs> um, and then Miss Piggy's like, no, like, you know what I mean, and she leaves. And then, of course, they have to do Kevin dirty and give him the himbo lines again, and he's like, huh, now where would we find a super hot and sexy female vocalist? On such I mean, notice. I don't think that's a himbo line, because my first instinct would not be to think, Let's hire the the felt pig. I mean, but the way he delivers it, and he's of course got his like looking up, like, huh. Yeah. They, I mean, they always do Kevin like that. And then Miss Piggy comes back in looking like Kelly Osbourne. <laughs> she doesn't like Joan Jet or like Kelly Osbourne <laughs> well, or something like that. Doesn't she introduce herself as like Joan something, like Jet something? She's like Joan. She's, she's like, like Joan, Joan S. Jonas. Joan S. See, Jonas. I thought Joan was supposed to be like kind of a play on. Um, Joan Jet as well, maybe, but I could be reading too much into it. Um, but they, then they're like, of course they're all gung ho about it, and they're like, sure, let's do this, and they sing. That's just the way they roll. And this part is just ingrained in my mind when um Joe sings the line, "I woke up in my room with my brothers," and then Miss Piggy goes, "And sister." Uh, towards <laughs> the end, when she was like, "We got a little crazy." <laughs> Yeah, um, Miss Piggy like starts like singing with them, but the more the song goes, she's just screaming and getting closer to the camera yeah. and just like shaking her face. <laughs> and By it's the end, she's like, "We got a little wild." 
Yeah, she's like, get her loud. So I'm like, what is the point? It's hollering. Why did, I mean, I guess it's very typical of Miss Piggy, but why is she in three out of four sketches and Fozzie Bear is MIA? Yeah. Where was Fozzie? Where was, where was Fozzie? Where was Kim Rhodes? Canoodling. Hmm. <laughs> Off stage. Like they had a sketch written in that was Fozzie and Kim Rhodes and then they look in a maintenance closet and they're kissing. <laughs> he just looks at Kim Kim Rhodes and goes, Waka waka. Since that's what y'all are setting up, Disney Channel, we'll give it right back to y'all. Alright. Uh, so um, then so- after that it's showtime and there's chicken muppets running around everywhere <laughs> as you do um and dylan and cole are like yeah this is crazy and kermit's like yeah, it's typical for us yeah and then the the narrator after seeing the jonas piggy performance is like wait this could work i think we have a show i'm not gonna get fired whoa it's like it's like who's firing them right like this is how muppet things always go yeah, it's like you know what you're signing up for. The if you if the Muppets are the Muppets, like I think the Muppets are, um, the Muppets are Muppeting. What if the the hazing at Muppet Studios slash Disney Channel is to like put a new guy on the job and not tell him that it's supposed to be crazy, so that he does actually think the whole time that he's going to lose his job. Yeah, but like it you. goes back into basically the beginning again, where Dylan and Cole walk back out and they introduce the show, and it ends. It's very weird. Yeah. And when we were talking about... Well, be- because because that's the live portion. So we don't see what actually happens in yeah, the show. Yeah, we only see almost live. But it's yeah. so funny that they did that because, I mean, it feels weird, first of all. But when we were talking last week about covering this and we were trying to find the parts of it online, we were like, wait, it just ends with Dylan and Cole saying, we'll be right back. Like, we can't find the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we yeah, were I was like, like, wait. It's lost media. That's where it is. And then we found the Daily Motion actually has the credits rolling, and that's yeah. when we get the um, the two old guys, Sadler and um, Waldorf. My other. Yeah. What do they end up? What are the? Yeah, I mean, they the wake up and they're like, "Oh, we napped the whole thing." And then a lady in the audience, a random lady in the audience, starts kind of coming on to them. <laughs> so weird. What is? I don't know. Inappropriate. I don't know, but. One of them is like, "Ooh, it's because I'm hotter than Zac Efron." Ooh, whoop, 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 whoop. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's like two references. To oh Zac yeah, because they also say that like Miss Piggy is running around chasing after Zac Efron. So all of the Muppets are trying to get tail. Yeah. With yeah. Disney Channel stars, basically. <laughs> and this and one random half, lady who's in the audience. And the majority of them are under seventeen. Um, so the writers, what are you doing? The writers are writing. The Muppets are mupping. <laughs> so, and just just think, if we love this so much, somewhere down the line, we can do Studio DC Almost Live too, where we'll actually this see ha- Jason Dolly and not just a framed photo of him. Yeah, and the second one is hosted by Selena Gomez. So, we have that to look forward to if we ever want to do it again. Um, so, what is your overall thoughts with? The synergy of the Disney Channel stars and the Muppets. I don't hate it. Um, I mean, I am I am a Muppet lover slash apologist. Like, I watched Muppets Wizard of Oz to death as a child, so the bar is low for me. But I enjoyed this fine. I think it was a decent way to, like, 
play into Disney Channel and the Muppets, at least for the audience, like the age of the audience that they're obviously going for. Yeah. There yeah. are, like, I, yeah. I remember being a kid and seeing the commercials, thinking it was going to be cool, and they were singing the songs. Um, yeah, I think with the Muppets, they tried to incorporate the Muppets into all Disney properties as much as they could. This is not their only foray into Disney Channel properties. Um, the Muppets do their own wand ID. So we have that. And then I think the Muppets guest star in an episode of Good Luck Charlie. So, so this, this time they're, yeah. yeah, like not as like a special. It's like an episode where um, they are in Good Luck Charlie for like a scene, which would be interesting. But, you know, I think they missed a great opportunity because unfortunately, you know, Raven left, Raven left Disney Channel by the time this point was happening. And the Cheetah Girls are actually in Studio DC Almost Live 2. But of course without Raven. So I have to ask... I have, right. <laughs> I, I, I have to ask the question. WWRD, what would Raven do? Yep, that's me. So what would Raven be doing if she was a part of Studio DC Almost Live? Fighting with skit be? Okay. What, what would she, she be saying? What would be the skit? I mean, of course she'd say, oh, snap. I just feel like oh, snap. like something would happen where, I don't know, maybe Raven has a vision that Miss Piggy is like trying to ruin something that she's about to do. I think Miss, Miss I almost called her Miss Simone. Um, Raven would probably say, you're nasty. And Miss Piggy would be like, nasty? I'll show you nasty! Hi! And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Raven flies across the stage and then she perks up and goes, I'm okay. Per- Boom. Perfect. I could also you see her it. doing like a performance of Some Call It Magic with like Kermit. Oh. <laughs> Some yes. call it Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the things are green. <laughs> um awesome. So I guess we have to figure out <laughs> this be interesting. What's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that if you are young and hot and on the Disney Channel, there's a 99% chance that a Muppet has a crush on you. <laughs> My Disney Channel lesson is it's pronounced Pepe, not Peppy. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> All right. Well, Becca, if people want to see how you're almost live, where can they find you? You can find me almost live on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Oh It's Becca, H E Y O. Just fair warning, it's all Paramore content at the moment on my personals. Uh, Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stogner on YouTube. And you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, at YGSSG Podcast on all the socials. And if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. But most importantly, if you want to, um, let me just try that over again. Um, if you want to find me on social media, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram or um, on Twitter, H Cameron Martin there. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, as you just heard. Um, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll shout you out and read your review and send the love right back to you. Um, rate us five stars on Spotify, if you don't mind. Follow us on all the social medias. Um, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. 
Um, and tell us what you like on social media. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you, tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. All right. Uh, next week is a big, big, Ooh. big time. Uh, next week we are celebrating 100 episodes. 100? Oof. That's 100 crazy. Epis. Um, it's we, crazy. Obviously, of course, as we always do, we have something really special and fun planned. Um, yeah. But we'll determine what that is next week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to even give it a little spoiler because that was ridiculous. Okay, well, until next time. <laughs> we Turn will... the world into your dance floor. We will see you later, time travelers. Always bug your seatbelt.